Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wafu FM. It's time for the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the business here. I'm Chris with a Chewbacca C. Yeah. Fucking champion. Champion. And I'm Chris with a Kylo Ren K. Champion, yeah. Technical, seriously. George Lucas has cursed the shit out of us. I put on Facebook page yesterday a list of things that have gone wrong whenever we've tried to cover Star Wars. Mm. Today, microphone problems yet again. We recorded <laughs> the first two minutes of the show and Chris wasn't recording, like he wasn't coming through. It's fucking random, isn't it? Definitely the curse of Star Wars, like. It's the fucking Japor Snippet curse, that's what it is. <laughs> George doesn't like it when we make fun of his Japor Snippets. And I always think we're very fair, though. That's the we thing. are, that's the thing, and we're actual, we're big fans, George. Yeah. So go go curse somebody else. Yeah, stop sake. being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, two things to get in before we start. Uh, sir, we're currently on the What's Hot section of TV and Films category on iTunes. Fucking hell, really? We're fucking hot. How does it feel to be hot? <laughs> it feels... Matter of fact. I don't know what that means. Did you, did you pay someone, assumedly? No. <laughs> you pay somebody off? <laughs> no, I, I, I think it's probably because we've got a few rev- new reviews on iTunes lately. We'll put a new show up. I think that's how it works. Because, mm. you know, I was about to say, anyone who, anyone else who's got on there and thinks it's a big deal, if we're on there, <laughs> then any fucker can get on there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> doesn't mean you're popular if you got on there. No, it just means you've, like, in one day you had, like, more than two reviews or yeah, something, pretty, I guess, or something like that. Much, yeah. I think if you, get, <laughs> if you get on new and noteworthy, that's, like, you know, that's the Oscars. You've made it then. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, before we start, uh, Grindhouse Dave, the legend of the voicemail, uh, send in two voicemails, because he missed clones last week, you see. Yeah. So he's catching up, so uh, let's listen to uh, Grandos Day talk about Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Very good. Hi, Garen. Grandos Dave here. As I miss clones, I'm going to do a quick clones talk. Um, I like it better than you. Not a big fan of the first half hour. Um, don't like the assassin stuff and that stupid fifth element rip off chase. And, well, the assassin's quite hot. Uh, although why she tries to kill Padme with snaky things I do not know just shoot her in the head um, anyway Padme's all a bit and Hayden Christian's a bit and their relationship is a bit very true um, but 
the political stuff is far more interesting this time because it is the rise of the empire. It's great to see the emperor scheming and planning, and uh, you can slowly see the jigsaw of what will be the empire forming. Um, it's great to see what we've only heard of in legend before, which is the army of Jedi's, Jedi's being this power, this force. It's a great fight. It's great to see all different kinds of Jedi. I love young, well, youngish Yoda. Love his fight with Christopher Lee, and there's Christopher Lee, of course, which is fantastic. Um, this is what I've been waiting for of ages, young Kekassi Yoda. Uh, yes, he has faults, but I really like the film. And the fledgling Stormtrooper's quite cool as well. Um, I shall leave one more to do with Sith. Okay, guys, see you in a minute. Um, Sith. Opening is fantastic. Um, it's what Blu-ray was made for. It's, looks absolutely amazing in HD and a big tally. Um, fantastic effects, great action. Um, love the opening. The rest of the film's okay. Aiden Christian's a bit naff still, but I always was naff on it. Um, but it's far more interesting now. There's a darker edge to it. Surprising how dark it does get. Um, the infamous slaying of the children, I think, you know, it's powerful stuff, it does its job. Surprised it went there. Of course, it does rather mess around in a macabre way with what becomes Luke's lightsaber, of course. <laughs> but Ben was lying about everything. I've got no problem with how it changes his story because his story was never true in the first place. This messes with that no more than Empire did, and nobody moans at Empire about it. Um, Fantastic end fight, very powerful stuff. Um, no, I like, yeah, I think it's pretty much agreed this is the best one. I agree with that. Fantastic effects, fantastic lightsaber fights. Um, and yeah, except for the no, it's a, a top class film. All right, guys, love the show. Keep it up. Bye bye. Thank you very much, Dave. Always appreciated. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't make good. We didn't talk about the assassin with the fucking stupid... Oh, I'll, I'll put some worms through a window. I'll slugs mm. or sent millipedes or whatever. Puts them through the window and they just fall on the floor and then just, like, aimlessly wander around and then go in a corner and hide. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck. Fucking pointless, yeah. And then Dragon <laughs> just chops them in half. That's, like, the slowest assassination attempt ever. It is a bit like... Couldn't he have just, like, made that hole and then just shot her through the hole? Of course he could. <laughs> or he, she, whatever again. If it is, is it she? It is. A, I mean, I know it looks like a she, and it's a shapeshifter. But it's is a, it ever established if it's, it's a, a male? It's a quoted Christian. I think she's a changeling. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think the worm things just like we said last week. Like it's another case of Josie just going check this shit. See, guy. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, it's just too simple, isn't it, to have them to have an assassin try and kill? They've got to like, how can we use CGI to make an assassination happen? Yeah, and it's like the stormtroopers, man. If they were good at their job, the film would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I think that's about it. We'll get talking about Ravange of the Sith. Yes. So it was released May 19th, 2005, over 10 years ago. Shit. That's crazy. That's meant. I didn't realise it was 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Just feels like yesterday. Uh, making it 848 million at the box office. Uh, the film, as we'd hoped, uh, got a higher rating than all the other Star Wars movies. In the UK, it got a 12A. Mm. Which is really just reserved for cinemas. We don't have 12A on, like, Blu-ray and DVD. Mm. And, of yeah. course, in America, I got a PG-13. Uh, mainly due to the the end. 
Because yeah, it's like the content. It's a bit grim, isn't it? Yeah, I remember thinking the time it's like, right, they are doing the uh, much like anticipated battle on the volcanic planet. Vader's going to have to get pretty fucked up during the fight. And I was like, how are they going to do this in a Star Wars movie? Yeah. But they yeah. did, Christ. That's yeah, they went for it. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, when I was checking Wiki for like bits of uh, information like the budget and the box office and stuff, there's an amusing section about uh, a leaked work print that came out just before mm. it was released and uh, about a Chinese bootleg that circulated. <laughs> Classic. Um, with apparently, well, the subtitles. Uh, I mean, English subtitles on, like, Chinese prints are always a bit funny anyway, because they're always very yeah. basic, and sometimes they make no sense. But these were translated back into English from the Chinese translation. Oh, fuck no, That's, like, Chinese whispers, literally. I know, so you get, like, <laughs> uh, some cracking stuff. I mean, the title was Star Wars, The Third Gathers, The Backstroke of the West, <laughs> which sounds like some sex act. Um, and during the film, certain bits, like, whenever anyone says, it seems, hmm. that translated as good elephant. Uh, Jedi Council was translated as Presbyterian Church. <laughs> That's weird. Which is kind of accurate, really, isn't it? I suppose a, a religious undertone yeah. to that, yeah. Uh, the word fuck appears in place of work. <laughs> We've got fuck to do. Thanks. <laughs> this is my favourite. Vader's no at the end. Oh, that yeah. translates as do not want. <laughs> it's just like, I must learn happy with the situation. Do not want this. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's funny. I always love dodgy subtitles. <laughs> you can't beat them, yeah. Uh, the best one that was always remember from uh, Full Contact, mm. uh, where Chai and Fat, like the, I can't remember her name, but the woman's like trying to show her, show Chai and Fat her knickers under a skirt, she's all slagging them. Yeah. And Chai and Fat says, No thanks, I think I saw a vomiting crab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, of course. And it's like, That's uh. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting, <don't> <laughs> I, think, like, I always think like one of the funny translations. Remember uh, in Giver, the the original anime, mm-hmm. where like <laughs> like a ten minute conversation. It, it's like right at the start of the anime, and like I think like the the friend he says like to the main character, he says something about like I think they're talking about don't don't uh, mock her, uh, don't laugh in her fucking what's that saying again about the gift horse the mouse yeah gift horse the mouse but like it doesn't make any sense no, and he, he says something about horses and about being hungry yeah. and then like the other guy just turned around and goes oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like what the fuck he were they goes, actually talking about there he goes like yeah you're a big horse oh yeah like right into the camera it's a bit freaky as well <laughs> yeah just total classic like can't be asked like subtitling or translation work and of course as we've talked about way back with Violence Jack with the let's just put swearing in here fuck it <laughs> and when you like, watch the, the subtitled version it's like where is Jack he is so dangerous but I must defeat him but the dubbed version is fuck fuck shit fuck shit shit fuck <laughs> it's just like oh, I don't know what he said bollocks to it yeah, it's like fuck it man we need the rating up to get more sales people only buy them if they're 18 yeah oh, this must be proper brutal <laughs> uh, another uh, Star Wars thing that I forgot to mention last week I've been rewatching the uh, Kevin Smith Evening Wits again oh, yeah, I completely yeah. forgot about a story on there that he tells that um Hayden Christensen wanted to sue Kevin Smith because he made fun of him in Clex 2. Oh, really? I'll put the, I have to put the clip in, yeah, Julie. Yeah, okay, no. I did have a moment with Hayden Christensen. It wasn't really an encounter because I never met the dude, but when we were doing Clerks 2, um, we put trailers out on the internet. And one of the trailers, the first trailer we did that had dialogue, not the teaser one, was, um, you know, that moment where... Kevin Wiseman, who played the Lord of the Rings fan, was doing like, my name is Anakin, my shitty acting is ruining Saga. Um, so that was, in the, that was in the trailer. And, you know, we'd fucking mixed up at Skywalker ever since Dogma, Dogma Forward. We mixed all our movies up there. So I got a call from somebody at Skywalker, and they were just like, we got a problem. I was like, what is it? 
You know, like uh, Hayden Christensen saw that trailer for Clerks 2 online and he's pissed. And I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, he called up and he was mad and he was demanding that we sue you. And I was like, why? He's like, because you made fun of him and it feels like it made, made him look bad. I was like, I wrote a fucking stellar review of, of uh, Attack of the Clones, man. Like, didn't he ever see that? Like, I, I was all for that dude. Other people tagged him, said he was whiny emo kid. But I, I said that was what the role called for. I thought he was great. And I didn't, you know, I was like, why is he fucking mad at me? Doesn't he know I'm a big Star Wars fan? And he was like, he just, he fucking felt like you went after him and... So he's asking fucking George to sue you, but, you know, George is like, what are you talking about? You know, you can't sue somebody for making a joke and shit. He's making a big stink about it. Can you fucking drop him a line and tell him something that'll make him feel better? I said, yeah. So I wrote the dude an email that I sent to this dude at Skywalker. I said, here are links to some shit, nice shit I said about his performance in other places. I was like, but just tell him it's all jokes, dude. It's all, if you see the movie in context, it's very pro Star Wars. Randall, who's kind of the hero of the movie, is all for fucking Star Wars, and he doesn't come down on fucking, you know, Hayden's portrayal of Anakin Skywalker. The other dude, who's the guy who's made to look like an idiot, and he fucking pukes, and he's a big Lord of the Rings jerk and shit, like... That dude's the dude saying the bad shit, and I understand we're trying to have our cake and eat it too, but, like, you know, at the end of the day, Randall's kind of for him, although he never says he is, but he's anti-ring, so that makes him pro-fucking trilogy, post-Star Wars trilogy, and the dude's like, you're really backpedaling right now. I was like, I kind of am. I, I just never expected this to come out of somewhere, because it was just so fucked up, like, so strange. Like, Darth Vader, the biggest badass in the fucking galaxy, is a dude who's like, I'm going to sue you for making fun of me. <laughs> just had this picture of him seeing that trailer and being like, no! <laughs> no I always wondered like, how he feels about all the flack, to be honest. I know, yeah. <laughs> it might, obviously, he didn't, take, well, he didn't take it very well then if he's threatening <laughs> to sue Kevin Smith. Yeah, too right. Yeah. Yeah. It, sometimes you just got to think, oh, you know what, that's artistic interpretation and they didn't like my performance, so I should just get on with it really yeah. and yeah. as Kevin Smith says though he, he obviously saw it out of context in a trailer because if you watch the film it's obvious that that, mm. that guy's wrong like Randall's defending Star Wars mm, yeah exactly yeah uh, so what's the story of Avengers of the Sith it's a pretty simple one this time around it's like capping everything off really isn't it pretty much I mean it, it comes in at the end of the Clone Wars mm-hmm. uh, right at the end of it uh, Darth Sidious has put his final plans into, into motion uh, basically it's it, it's all this whole trilogy has been about him seizing power basically and, mm-hmm. and creating the empire so it's like it takes you one step closer to, to that happening but at the same time you've got fucking Anakin moaning on and wanting to bang Amidala the entire time or whatever I don't know some shit like that basically he wants to save her life but he thinks she might she's, she's gonna die and then <laughs> fucking Sidious is all how man I can save her man and then he's like alright I'll just fucking willingly murder everyone I know and a bunch of children that's about it. <laughs> That's pretty much how you turn the dock. <laughs> and also, and like, re- in like two seconds as well. It, well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, literally, I'm in the cinema, like, one hour, however long the film is, but I'm like one hour, f- 35 minutes or something. Uh-huh. But I mean, watch thing and wonder when it's going to turn Exactly. And you're like, oh, but you look back at the screen. All right, he's Vader now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a pretty quick fucking turnaround, let's, yeah. let's say. It. Uh, but we'll play a small clip of doodads, and then uh, we'll get into this. We'll get into the Sith. <laughs> you get it? That's it. Let's go to it. 
good. Anakin, good. <laughs> Kill him. Kill him now. I shouldn't. Do it. He was too dangerous to be kept alive. Yes, but he was an unarmed prisoner. I shouldn't have done that. It's not the Jedi way. It is only natural. He cut off your arm, and you wanted revenge. It wasn't the first time, Anakin. Remember what you told me about your mother and the Sand people? So we'll start with the opening battle because it is a fucking hell of an opening. I remember like seeing this like on the fucking big screen. I was like, Christ, this is an epic. I mean, you know, Star Wars movies generally open quite epic, but that one big shot going around following Anakin and Obi-Wan, it's an amazing shot. Yeah, it's it's nice. It has a very, it sets the tone of the film immediately. Mm. Well, hold just on. something about it. Hold on, I should say, it's not a shot, technically. <laughs> You know, no, it's, yeah. not, it's not camera work. But, you Someone know, has computerized, like, yeah. like drawn it on a computer vessel. Yeah, but yeah. you know, for the sake of argument, it's a great job. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, it is. It 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 plummets you down into the action like you're on a sort of fucking roller coaster or something. Mm. Mm. Uh, and I remember the cinema thinking, <laughs> "Well, this is this may be a really good experience." This yeah, film. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it did well. Yeah, definitely. It certainly did better than the previous film in terms of like just opening with a a, a, smack, a bang yeah that's one thing about yeah. Attack the Clones and Tubber they've fucking got such a damp squib opening doesn't it mm, it was just them like stood in a lift going out yeah and just, just before that was like Amidala landing their ship and it's all like uh, and the explosion it's just that, yeah. like the, the fog they put around it makes it look really cheap like oh we can't afford a background just put fog in it and then like the random black captain guy who's all like hey there who am I uh, they couldn't afford to get the other guy yeah, back like, am I Captain Pan- no I'm Typhoid or whatever <laughs> I think I can't remember but I think the reason why the original guy wasn't in it was because he, he wanted to read the entire script and they were like yeah and they were like no 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 you can have your lines to read but you can't read the rest of the script and then the was script. The old, you're like fuck is I'm off to Holby City or whatever yeah basically yeah <laughs> he's like I'm gonna be a serious actor yeah, yeah. And there's, one, there's one thing about this. I mean, the, the opening scene is cool and stuff, and I do enjoy the um, the, the banter between Obi Wan and Anakin is much better this time. Yeah, like I don't know, you, you don't feel like he's as much of a dickhead this yeah. time, Anakin. Yeah, uh, I think he probably took those uh, criticisms to heart. I mean, Andy's playing; a, he's, it's supposed to be a couple of years later, so he's a bit older and wiser now and stuff. But just the back and forth between them is quite like it feels more natural than it ever does in Attack of the Clones. Put it that way. I mean, I, but the only thing is, I will say, like, to slightly balance out our enthusiasm for the start, mm-hmm. it does kind of let itself down as soon as, like, somebody talks. Well, yeah. <laughs> and they're all like, buzz droids. That's what I was going to say. That's my least favorite part. The <laughs> buzz droids and vulture droids. I'm like, yeah. hold on, George. This is a long time ago and a galaxy far, far away. What the fuck's a vulture in this universe? It's a, a, You know what I mean? It makes no sense. Yeah, definitely. But by his own standards that he's set. Yeah. You know, it's not like you've got, like, elephants and stuff running around. Yeah, so, exactly. So yeah. why Vulture? It just it, Honestly, at this point, it's like Lucas is like, oh, fuck, we're going to daft names for shit. <laughs> totally. You should have just went on, like, a Star Wars name generator. Totally, yeah. <laughs> Plenty of them online. There is, indeed. Uh, we get the battle, we get on the ship, we get the battle between uh, the rematch with Dooku and Obi-Wan and Anakin, which is uh, a lot, I think it's a lot better than the end of the Attack of the Clones. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's, it's brought more to a, a point, surprisingly quickly. Mm-hmm. Really. 
Yeah, yeah I love uh, <laughs> Dooku's face when like Palpatine's like, okay, now kill him. <laughs> Dooku Palpatine, he looks at Palpatine like, you fucking dick. <laughs> so, well, what can you expect, dark side yeah, and whatnot? It really, should have been like, ah, I suppose that is. <laughs> oh, Darth Sidious at the end of the day. Yeah, I knew what I was getting into, I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, continuing the theme of Star Wars, only up in the ante, you know, you've got people's limbs getting cut off, but this time he's like, eh, fuck it, cut his head off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the opening scene, uh, the opening, like, it's quite long as well. It's about 20, 15, 20 minutes. That's, uh... Yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of like, I always think, like, it's like the James Bond start. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like you're just straight into the action mm. before the the proper story begins. Yeah, in a way, yeah. Uh, but it is it's it's a long sequence. It it, it has highs and lows. Mm. It, all the the general Grievous stuff's pretty nice, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I'm always a bit funny on General Grievous. Yeah, I mean the whole coffin thing and stuff probably could have done without. But I, I think just artistically, I enjoy. Like the way he's designed and stuff, and what he what he is. Mm. But you know, some people are right to criticise. He is just a fucking robot at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's like on one hand, yeah, it's a great design and stuff. Mm. But on the other hand, it's just more CGI box. Like it could have had just a cool character there. Yeah, well, I mean, look, we're back to the original point. They shouldn't have killed Darth Maul off, exactly, basically. Exactly. <laughs> you know, Darth Maul should have been here. Darth Maul should have died at the start of this film. Yes, so you're like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and it like, it really opens your eyes. Like, God, what's going to happen? And it would have emphasized how good Anakin is now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but speaking of Anakin and Padme, um, we've got the love has blinded you scene. Which is, yeah, on the balcony. Fucking yeah. just pure deleted scene shite. It's like it shouldn't have been. We know they're in love. We've already established they're in love in the previous scene when she tells him he's pregnant. She's pregnant. Mm. And entire the fucking whole of clones. Mm, yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, what's, it doesn't really serve a purpose other than to just really lay it on thick. Mm. That they love each other. And yeah, like, I always thought as well, like, I know, like, I've, I've said this to a few people and they can't really say it, but I swear to God, uh, Natalie Portman doesn't, like, look well during that scene. She's all like sweaty and thin looking. <laughs> she does look. She does look a lot thinner, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I just thought, like, what's going on with her there? Like, <laughs> I think maybe she's cringing that hard. Yeah, something. I That's think delivering it's, those lines. She's trying to smile and cringe at the same time, which is <laughs> hard. Yeah, we've said before. I mean, Christ, Lucas can't write romantic dialogue. Not at all, especially no. in a Star Wars style as well. Yeah, well, that that's it. It limits you, doesn't it, a little mm. bit? Yeah. Like the old Harrison Ford quote that will probably be etched on George Lucas's tombstone: "You can write this shit, but you can't say it." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Anakin's nightmare is weird. Like his two nightmare sequences. It just feels totally out of place in a Star Wars film. It's not Star Wars, is it? Dream sequences. Yeah, dream sequences, flashbacks, stuff like that. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, like, you know, it's not the first time you've had dream sequences, I guess, in a Star Wars film, like with Empire Strikes Back and stuff. Yeah. And I often think, like, if Empire Strikes Back had been made now, would it would he have seen Luke Skywalker's, like, visions of his friends suffering in some sort of weird fucking way? Probably, yeah. Yeah, Probably. that's, that's like, they, they should have just done an Empire, like, him just waiting up covered in sweat and stuff. Yeah, he explains it afterwards anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it just feels a bit weird. <laughs> um, but I do, I do like the, um, the idea that, like, you know, the threat of her dying is what turns him to the dark side. I think that's quite good, actually. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I just... I don't know, I think maybe they could have come up with a better promise. Yeah. Of, like, because he, he's all like, oh, yeah, together I'm sure we can, like, solve out. Like, he should have been totally, like, if you turn to the dark side, I will show you how to do it or something. Mm. Like, oh, it's just, it's a big ask to, like, fucking suddenly murder you, everyone you know and stuff. It's a bit, yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, though, as far as, like, um, 
like the scenes between Padme and Anakin, like the, the scene just before like the the third act, pretty much with them on either side of the city looking out the window. Yeah, it's it, it makes the film really doesn't. It's it, one yeah. of my favorite scenes of the entire series. It's like I'm yeah. about the fifth cinema. Like I think I went with Wiggum and Jamie. Mm. And afterwards, Wigan was like, "What do you think of that bit of the balcony?" Fucking check George Lucas out directing for a change. <laughs> yeah, I'd have like probably like not in my stomach when I was watching it. Like, yeah, cause, cause, oh, cause as, a, as a fan, you know exactly what's about to happen. Mm. <laughs> You're like, "Oh yeah. shit!" It's like all downhill from here, pretty much. It's such a good moment. The music's amazing as well. Yeah, yeah. Credit credit due, I suppose. Like, definitely for the the cinematography and like the use of like light and stuff, whether it's real or fake. Like, yeah, it just still looks good, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, credit to the music as well. You know, like well, well placed, and, and like the the theme of it and everything was spot on. Like, yeah, yeah. totally. I mean, what what do you think overall about Hayden Christensen? I think he's way better than he is in Clones. Oh, God. like worlds apart. Yeah, mm-hmm. completely worlds apart. Yeah, I think it's it's a better look with the hair and everything as well. Yeah, they've totally gone for a more seventies style for everyone, really, mm-hmm. haven't they? They're trying yeah. to link it in with the episode four and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he's. Uh, I wouldn't have had a problem if only like it could have been done in that way and, and like attack the clones a bit more. Premonitions, premonitions. Hmm. These visions you have. They're of pain, suffering, death. Yourself you speak of, or someone you know? Someone. Close to you? Yes. Careful you must be when sensing the future, Anakin. The fear of loss is a path to the dark side. I won't let these visions come true, Master Yoda. Death is a natural part of life. Rejoice for those around you who transform into the Force. Mourn them do not. Miss them do not. Attachment leads to jealousy. The shadow of greed, that is. What must I do, Master Yoda? Train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose. Uh, what about General? What about General Grievous? This is something that, that gets controversy with some of the fans. How Obi Wan Kenobi beats General Grievous? Any issues? Um, it's okay, I suppose. I mean, he's got to fight dirty, doesn't he? Because he's a fucking. Well, he's not a robot, is he? What is he? He's, he's like a android, I guess. Maybe he's a, a, a biome something or other. I thought he was like an alien inside a like an exoskeleton thing because he's got like there's like a being under the bone like it's almost like an yeah. alien yeah he, he was like a, a, an actual general um who got like i think he got like severely injured or something yeah. i can't remember not a massive fan of that stuff but he got severely injured uh probably by like darth sidious i think in the back of my mind somewhere there's like the planted a bomb on his ship that like really crippled him oh, okay um sorry like his entire body basically had to be replaced by like uh cybernetics oh, okay. and stuff and it was a means to an end so that like darth uh sidious could control him and, and use him and all that sort of shit oh, okay it's quite an excess of backstory there like yeah yeah. Well, that's why we defeat so I mean it's okay I mean it, I, was, I was like this so uncivilised like yeah yeah definitely well that's it because some people had a, a real problem with it and I, I thought well I guess that was kind of what they're going for though like he he, he had to beat him like in an un-Jedi way I yeah, guess yeah. Uh, shoot him with a blaster and stuff yeah. and I do like the moment where he jumps down and just you know full on does an Alec Guinness with the hello there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what about the the, the opera scene with um, 
Palpatine and Anakin. <laughs> I always like I have a massive smile on my face when uh, uh, Ian McKellen uh, Ian McKellen is that Chris McDermott. If Dermot Chris's name on up your head. Ian McKellen um, maybe the fucking house member of us. Camping it <laughs> up in there. <laughs> Bless him. Yeah, no, he's lanes that he delivers when he's all like, have you ever heard of Darth Plagueis? No worries. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, really like, I, I guess like just have a grin on me face. He's fucking so good in the scene, yeah. Yeah, he's just like, he's a slimy, crafty shit. Yes, <laughs> <he's> totally, yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's, it's the one time like where he's halfway between Palpatine and Sidious. Yeah, and it plays off really well. I love yeah. the bit when he's like, is it possible to end this part? He just slowly looks at me and goes, not from a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> the Sith and the Jedi are similar in almost every way, including their quest for greater power. The Sith rely on their passion for their strength. They think inwards only about themselves. And the Jedi don't. The Jedi are selfless. They only care about others. Did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? This is where George Lucas has his one and only cameo in the entire series. He's Mm. the blue alien outside the... That's right, He's talking to his daughter, I think, who also has a cameo. Pretty random, yeah, but I suppose if you're going to do it, yeah, why not now? Last one. I think I remember him saying that um, he didn't, he wasn't planning on it, but the crew were like, come on, man, it's the last one, you've got to put yourself in somewhere, and he sort of like reluctantly did it. Mm, right, yeah. yeah. But it is a cool uh, moment. Only, po- only problem is the mentioned Medichlorians. Yeah. Just yeah. that out, it would have been perfect. Mm, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you have to keep fucking bringing you back to that shit. <laughs> yeah, you're like really invested in the scene, he says that, and you go, oh, fuck's <laughs> I hope, like, one day they're just going to go back and, like, overdub, like, a full-on special edition and just get rid of midichlorians. That's the ironic thing. Like, when George Lucas changes so much in the original trilogy, everyone goes, oh, for fuck's sake, but everyone wants him to go back and redo the prequels. <laughs> so he's all like, Master Qui-Gon, I was wondering, what is the power of the Force? <laughs> just, like, overdub it like that. <laughs> uh, we've got a big battle on Kashyyyk, first time I've ever seen, although technically isn't Kashyyyk in the Star Wars Holiday Special. It is with Lumpy and the family and stuff. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, but it's been a while. It's pretty awesome, though, seeing mm. fucking army of Wookiees kicking ass and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, like, Yoda, again, like, does quite a good job. Like, the, the way they've, they've, they've put him over in this film, mm. uh, in this scene. Like, that, I always like the bit when, like, a blaster bolt goes off right next to his head and he just sort of, like, slightly goes, I remember that got a huge <laughs> laugh in the cinema. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just cool seeing Chewie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and just like you said, I guess it's a, it's a big hallmark for the series mm. to see, to see yeah, Kashyyyk and stuff. And, that. and it's mad, I think, it, I mean, it did pretty much all just come from fan stuff, didn't it? Like extended universe stuff, from, all that sort yeah, of shit. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Kashyyyk and, and all that rest mm. of stuff, yeah. I remember at the time that before the film came out, like there was rumours Chewie was going to be in it and there was going to be loads of scenes on Kashyyyk and stuff. And everyone was like, oh, there's going to be like young Han Solo and stuff. And it's in, mm. That was yeah. a big rumour at the time. Classic rumours. Fucking Samuel Jackson as uh, Lando's granddad and stuff. And he was going to have the Millennium Falcon in his garage. That was my favourite. <laughs> it's an older black guy. He's probably related to the other black guy. <laughs> the only other black guy in Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, sort of thing. <laughs> Although, speaking of Han Solo, we do see the Millennium Falcon in this film very, very briefly in the corner of the screen. Yeah, pulling into a, a starport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's yeah. quite nice. 
I was like, I, just, I was like, I think who owns it at that point? You know what I mean? I suppose some purists might be like, oh, it's, it's actually just the same class of cruiser. Yeah, That's Corellian, whatever. No, no, what is it? What is it? <laughs> no, it is. It's Corellian, yeah. It's is some it? sort of Corellian Y2, YT something or other type of ship it is, yeah. Yeah, uh, Corellian. Yeah, yeah, Corellian, yeah, definitely. I'm thinking yeah. of Han Solo's speech when he's saying, like, I'm not talking about those boat crews, I'm talking about the big Corellian ships. That's why I keep probably thinking of it. I mm. don't know. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. Oh, I, well, only based on my memory of Star Wars Galaxies. Like, yeah, oh, I think it was, uh, yeah. it, it was called like the Corellian YT-2000 or something like that. Yeah. We're getting too nerdy now. <laughs> 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 uh, but speaking of that, is it, is it that scene where we see... Oh, no, it's not there, but it's Coruscant we see the Millennium Falcon, isn't it? Uh, yeah, like when it goes to like the uh, the Senate, you see that's, it then. That's it, yeah. 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 I thought it was the planet with... Um, the Grievous Battle, because I was just going to go on to uh, good old Bruce Spence. Ah, yeah. uh, uh, it's uh, Utapar, isn't it? Utapar, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With uh, Bruce Spence, who at this point was appearing in, like, every giant trilogy. He's in The Matrix, Mm-mm. he's in Lord of the Rings, and he's in this, and, of course, Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, he's certainly got it. I guess he's got one of them, like, prosthetic, friendly faces, maybe. He does, yeah, and I love the design of his character. It's kind of creepy, but not at the same time. It's almost mm. like Nosferatu or something. I suppose it probably gives some children nightmares. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If I I saw this when I was like seven, I would have been like, fuck, fast forward in this bit. In the name of the Galactic Senate of the Republic, you're under arrest, Chancellor. Are you threatening me, Master Jedi? The Senate will decide your fate. I am the Senate. Not yet. It's treason, then. Right, let's talk about your favourite scene, where the, the Jedi's attempt to arrest Palpatine. Yeah, that's, <laughs> there's like, uh, this. Whole, to be honest, right, the whole Order 66 thing and stuff, mm. the whole thing as well, it, it does let itself down. The entire time you, you've been sort of built up to believe the Jedi are like fucking mint, basically. Mm. Is it, it's four of them, isn't it? Four of them go to arrest Emperor Palpatine? I think so. Including Mace Windu? Yeah. Uh, Three of them get dispatched instantly. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them is fucking taking his coat off. Like, <laughs> midway, he's like, right, we're going to have a fucking battle. I'm sure, he's not, I'm sure he's not taking his coat off. He is, he's literally, <laughs> he's like lowering it down his back. As, as Like, why would you take it off? You're about to, to like, like, have a battle. So you just stay there. Oh, I'm telling you, you're in for a bloody fight now. Take me coat off. <laughs> and fuck! I'll tell you what ruins it. You know, you know why it looks so shitty? I noticed this time. Hmm. Because fucking Palpatine shoots up, runs at them, and then it goes to that really long shot of him holding his lightsaber up, going to stab him. I'm like, if he'd got rid of that, it would have looked better. Yeah, it, like more, it, just like vicious. It gives, so. it gives them, like, it's literally like a big two second shot of him just standing there, slowly lo- raising his lightsaber. I'm like, it doesn't need to be there. That makes the Jedi look absolute shit. <laughs> it's just like, maybe it's like I don't know all the good Jedi were out that day or something well it is wartime they'll probably off somewhere they've just got <laughs> yeah. the reserves I guess but then like leading into like Samuel Jackson dying like a bit of a bitch mm. to be fair I don't care what he says about how he went out and stuff mm. he, he just like screamed at his stump and then got lightning out of the window yeah, exactly. <laughs> basically and I was like oh god it's like we said before Empire Luke, Luke gets his hand cut off mm. he screams for about two seconds yeah, he's just like, nah, and then holds on to it. This one who's standing there like he's just stood on up to him, plug three times, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Just really scream as loud as he can, yeah. and they're just watching him like, all right, calm down. But then, like, I mean, we'll skip ahead a little bit, but just all the other Jedis, like, there's a guy called uh, Ki Adamundi. Yeah. 
it was supposed to be again like a really really good Jedi like one of the like highest in the order and stuff yeah. and he's just like leading the charge and then he like stops and slowly turns around like eh? and then they just like blast him <laughs> I was just like oh come on surely he would have said I, I mean I'm probably just being like too fanboy here but yeah. I would have been like he would have sensed the danger and he would have just like deflected the bolts and then leapt away yeah, so that, that, that is the problem with the whole Jedi idea is like technically they'd never be in danger because they can sense everything <laughs> like there's that scene at the start where like fucking Obi-Wan's in the lift mm. and Anakin jumps down he pulls his lightsaber and he's like oh it's you it's like you'd fucking know it was sitting here a Jedi <laughs> but they say the thing is the dark side was clouding their ah, use of the there you can. <laughs> I had to rein it back a little bit I knew it would be an answer <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, honestly, I quite like the Order sixty six, but yeah, I mean, I do. Yeah, it, it's just the the way. I, look, I've not got a problem with that. The guy who uh, gets like his ship blown up, yeah, and stuff. You know, I was like, oh, fed. You know, fed. It's, there's not much a Jedi can do about your ship getting blasted, I guess. And mm. uh, it was more just specifically like people getting shot in the back and stuff. I was like, you know, come on, they do. Well, at least Kiadi Mundi does, like, fucking deflect them. There's only so many, um, like, blasts you can deflect from like, yeah. 10 soldiers shooting at you. So they do yeah. gun them down rather viciously. Yeah, they do, yeah. And, like, I do like the way that, like, it, it's quite vicious, but obviously staying within Star Wars, so, you know, the camera light goes up as they're, like, getting shot and stuff and yeah. all that. So it's it's quite, like, a clever use of quite a dark sort of uh, bit of camera. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I love Yoda's reaction as well. Mm, like he's, he's probably gutted obviously he feels yeah. like the whole thousands of, of voices screaming out sort of thing they do such a good job with his facial expression and stuff yeah yeah. Definitely. and I love afterwards where he like jumps on uh, Chewbacca's shoulders like an old pet <laughs> like a little monkey uh, gets uh, gets in his little pod and fucks off yeah. Bless him. but also, going back to the Palpatine arrest thing I do like the line yeah. are you threatening me Master Jedi the way he says it's so bad I think and it's, yeah. it's used better in the trailer I remember yeah. Because yeah. he says it and then he just rushes them and I was like, fuck, that's going to be epic as fuck, mm, actually. But yeah, it, I do remember that in the trailer, yeah. Plus it wasn't epic, though, cause, <laughs> I don't know, the weird Dublin of Palpatine and, mm. that's a bit... Obviously, and then we'll get we'll go on and, like, having <laughs> pedo Palpatine. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, for starters, it's not very often, like, normally for me, and I know we've talked about this before, when you see a film in the cinema, you kind of never really pick apart its flaws, especially a big film like this. You never pick apart the flaws because you're so engrossed in the whole thing and the experience mm. and stuff. And when you see it on DVD, you're like, well, that's a bit of a shit. Literally, yeah. the scene where he's going, and all that. And I was like, <laughs> I, was, I wasn't looking at this, I was cringing in the cinema, like, this is fucking awful. You're, like, embarrassed for, for like, the people involved in the film. Yeah. Like, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was, he's all like, oh, I can feel you. Oh. But mainly it's just a bit more before he like, like electrocutes him. Yeah. When he's like yeah. going, no, no unlimited power and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, all that. No, he's going, you will die unlimited power, by the way. Well, again, it, it, it's something that like has kind of plagued the, the Star Wars prequels with that, like, you kind of don't catch what he says. No. So he's all like, and you're like, well, what's he saying? And it's not until you like watch it again or watch it on DVD or something that you actually get what he says. Yeah. And like, surely that's a failing of a filmmaker. Like you're not like communicating with your audience, and there's loads of like Jar Jar and all that sort of stuff where you boss nass, yeah. Where you're like, well, what, 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 what's he saying? What's he saying? And that's it's shit idea, basically shit yeah. design. Of course, then um, uh, as we said, Mace Windu goes out the window like a bitch, and then uh, we'll get Palpatine with his fucking arse crack in his head. <laughs> Looking like he's just had an allergic reaction to fucking peanuts. <laughs> it does a bit like mm. 
we always wondered, I suppose, as kids, like, how were they going to do that? Or, you know, if they ever did that, like, how did he become that fucked up? Yeah, because we've already established that it's not age. Mm. So It's uh, just like a corruption. That's what we always assumed. Yeah, it was just that he was that evil that the dark side had corrupted his look, like, made him just fucking shriveled and shit, yeah. Yeah, but no, it was was his lightning getting deflected into his face that did it, you see. In his dish. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah then he goes all fucking like it's weird man he's so good in Return of the Jedi mm. so fucking evil and creepy and stuff and then I don't know it's like just, and this is he's more creepy and like rapey and stuff <laughs> but <laughs> when fucking Anakin's on his knees he's all and you're like oh man this is a bit weird. You know, your final test, you must nosh me off <laughs> but with the power of the dark side whatever that means <laughs> that would be way better if he said that <laughs> And Anakin's like, alright. <laughs> so, uh, will this save Abadella? And he's like, you're making me limp. <laughs> Stop talking about her. <laughs> Crack me off, my final one. Yeah, that point Anakin's like, you know what? It's sorry, I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take my chances, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I hate the way he just gives him the name Vader. Like, he's had a fucking baby book of synth names. He's had that bookmark for months. Like, ah, to use that it just it, yeah again they probably could have like I don't know explained that a bit better rather than just picking it off the top of his head well let's be honest yeah. he should have turned to the dark side at the end of episode 2 yeah basically this film should have been about him becoming Vader I guess yeah and hunting down the Jedi like Obi-Wan said and all that jazz mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely rather than just I mean, it's quite a satisfying end. Well, uh, you know, there's a 20-minute chunk where it's quite satisfying. Yeah. Um, but it's quite satisfying at least seeing him turn into that yeah. character. Yeah. When it does finally happen. Hmm. I pledge myself to your teachings. The force is strong with you. A powerful Sith you will become. Henceforth, you shall be known as Darth Vader. And what do you think of Yoda versus Palpatine? I quite like this, actually. Yeah, well, it's the same sort of theme, much better, way better done in this film than yeah. in Attack of the Clones, really. Like, it, there's, a, there's a bit of saber action, but it's mainly like just force and stuff and who who's like better at using the force. Yeah, I, I love it when they're throwing the big Senate pods around and mm. all that stuff. It's pretty epic. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, Duel of the Fates returns as well. It does. And then Yoda's having to like genuinely run for the hills, basically. Yeah. Like shit, and he like climbs through the little tunnel and stuff. I always call that his Die Hard shot. It reminds me of Die Hard. <laughs> his little vest and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember at the time uh, that there was a rumor, or like it's a fact that like Spielberg was on set during that scene and shot and directed one shot. Yeah, well, wasn't uh, wasn't Spielberg always going to be on for directing one of the Star Wars films? But because of the whole non-union, yeah, the non-union thing, they yeah. basically stopped it. Yeah. yeah, I think back then, like Lucas probably, you know, as you would want Steven Spielberg to direct one of the sequels, but he couldn't because there were non-union films or something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I mean, Christ, imagine a, a, that would have been pretty cool. Like a Star Wars film directed by Spielberg, pretty much at like that, that you know, the height of his career. Sort I know. Of thing. 
when he was banging out and, some good films. Yeah, that's always a shame. I mean, you know, they do a fine job. Aaron Kirshner and uh, Richard Markand from... Yeah. They do a great job, but it's just... It always seems weird that, like, they use people that weren't, like... You know, it's Star Wars. Like, at that time, they could have had, like, all Lucas's mates. You could have had Francis Ford Coppola direct one. You could have had Spielberg mm. direct one. And, I mean, there was always that rumour that um, George Lucas asked David Lynch to do Return of the Jedi. <laughs> and I was like, that would be fucking strange. mental. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he said, I, I didn't understand what it was. There was these fucking big bears running around. <laughs> he was like, it was very strange to me. And I was like, it was fucking strange to David Lynch. That's, I mean, that, that's kind of bad. Yeah. I think at the time, it was when there, it wasn't going to be Ewoks. It was going to be uh, Wookiees. Yeah, so he's right, talking about yeah. how there was just these big, Bigfoot things running around the forest. <laughs> uh, but of course... Anakin v Obi Wan, something Star Wars fans have wanted to see forever. I mean, all we knew was um, there was a battle, something about a volcano, which wasn't. I remember reading that was introduced on a, tra- a Star Wars trading card in like the late seventies. Yeah, I was going to say it was something like that when it was like in a written form, like on the, the throwaway something or other. Yeah, I think you're right. It was a trading card or something, or either or a backer of a figure or something. Or something that was really yeah. early, like after the release of the first movie, though. Yeah, and it must. Yeah. It, obviously, it's probably from Lucas's notes that like he always had that in the back of his mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably, like burns and that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was like, the line, only a Sith deals in absolutes. Isn't that mm. an absolute? <laughs> Certainly is. <laughs> you dumb <Butthole>. ass. <laughs> <laughs> No, it should have just been uh, Obi-Wan saying it, like, only a Sith deals in absolute, and then, like, him being all like, well, yeah, it takes one to know one. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't surprise us, yeah. Let's be honest, he goes a bit more, he goes towards the Tat the Clone's whininess, yeah, just a bit. He does when he's all like, yeah. uh, when like just before the start fighting, and he's all like, oh, "I'm great, I'm greater Jedi than you ever could." Have. It's whatever line he gives, yeah. and you are a bit like, oh, "I yeah. don't know about this line." Why didn't he just lower his voice a bit? Like mm. he's whining again. Yeah, like when he's like, uh, "My new empire," the way he says that, I was like, "Oh, you sound like a twelve-year-old." Yeah, he's all like, oh, "My toys." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mm, it's always uh, kind of cool and maybe I won't go as far as saying tragic but when he, he like force chokes Amidala and stuff and that because yeah. he thinks she's like you know betrayed him and stuff mm. it's kind of in a sort of like clever way the plot is like he, he turns to the dark side because he knows she's going to die but she dies because he turns to the dark side <laughs> sort of like a fucked up paradox yeah, that's the whole thing of this fucking all these films it's like yeah. everything he's supposed to do he does in a stupid way which yeah. just causes everyone misery yeah definitely yeah. Like, I know I whinged about the whole uh, prophecy thing in the, episode, in the episode one show but you know <laughs> they do sneak in that line in this like a prophecy misread could have been or whatever you look mm. at this is so. yeah yeah they kind of shut up <laughs> they kind of get around that in this yeah. but. Anakin did not take to his new assignment with much enthusiasm it's very dangerous putting them together. I don't think the boy can handle it. I don't trust him. With all due respect, Master, is he not the Chosen One? Is he not to destroy the Sith and bring balance to the Force? So the prophecy says. A prophecy that Miss Reg could have been. He will not let me down. He never has. I hope right you are. After the fight, what do you think? I mean, I... I mm. Well, the failing, let's face it, is 
Firstly, you, sh- you should have had a red lightsaber yeah. at this point. Basically, mm-hmm. you should have. They should have just chucked in a scene. Like instead of having Palpatine pitching a tent for like five minutes, <laughs> he should have just said, oh, that, "That is a, a weapon of a Jedi and stuff," and then handed him like his own lightsaber and said, "Use this." Yeah, I don't need a lightsaber anymore because I'm too badass. Yeah. And no doubt, people would people we would probably be complaining about that scene now. But you know, yeah, I mean? probably. Like, oh, you wouldn't have done that. But still, <laughs> it would have it would have been better in the long run. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because really, if you think about it, except for that deleted scene of Return of the Jedi of Luke making his lightsaber, they've never mm. actually gone into how Jedis acquire lightsabers in the, no, in the all, movies. It's all extended universe stuff, really. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's obviously, yeah. you know, there was always that thing, I remember that rule people put across it, only a Jedi can use his lightsaber, no one else can use it. And I said, well, that's bullshit, because fucking Han Solo uses one. Yeah, and it's, it's not like Judge Dredd or something. Like, no, like yeah. Those are like fingerprint encoded or something. And in clones, they're just like chucking spare ones out the ship to uh, everyone in there. <laughs> like Skittles or something, yeah. yeah. So you could have easily just went like, yeah, I've got a spare. Take me lightsaber. Yeah, but it, it would have made sense, I think. And it, yeah. I think visually it would make for a better fight. I think two people having blue, mm. some of the shots, you couldn't really tell what uh, was going on. Especially at the cinema on the big screen, man. I was just like, I was just like squinting at certain mm. points. It was really hard. It's easier to watch on blu-ray yeah yeah definitely but still i mean it's just that like you know it's too fast mm. and I get, yeah yeah i get that you know that they're like two masters and they know each other well and it's impressive technically but it just gets boring after a while just wah, 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 and you're like yeah because i mean i think i can't remember if i mentioned it last week in the show or off air but like there's like a video where someone like highlights the times where they never would have even hit each other yeah and they're just, like, twirling for twirling sake while, mm. like, basically stood in front of each other. Well, I do quite like that bit, though, where they just stop, twirl, and then hit and, like, freeze for ages. Mm. I mean, the twirling was a bit unnecessary, but cinematically it looks quite good. There's some good bits to be had, to be honest, in, in the whole sequence. I mean, I think it maybe gets a bit OTT when the whole thing starts collapsing and they're, yeah. they're like, bouncing around on, like, lava things. And mm-hmm. I was a bit... That's the bit, for me, where it started losing is when, the like, the, the big piece of like, walkway falls in and they're climbing up it. Yeah. That's, like, the bit where I was like, mm, this is getting a bit stupid now, to be mm. honest. Um, just, I just kind of wish they'd just have a like, one-on-one fight and just go at it, like, yeah. mad. He just, had to, he just had to make it over the top and epic. Yeah, it, had to, it had to be a ridiculously large-scale battle. Yeah, basically. It's probably it, just because, you know, it's built up in the fans' heads for so long. Like, what happened during that battle with Vader and Obi-Wan and stuff? yeah. The, I, t- I mean, again, though, like we've already said, the music uh, in this scene as well is really cool. Battle of the Heroes. Yeah, yeah, really, like, tragic and, and epic at the same time. Yeah. you seen the the stuff on oh you you will have the it's like someone's edited the lightsaber to be red yeah that's well oh yeah yeah because yeah, a, a lot of people the, th- the theory was always like maybe they didn't use red because it would it would look bad against the cgi uh, the lava yeah but it doesn't and stuff but no not really <laughs> so yeah so that's that fucking debunked i do love um obi-wan's 
speech. They give you the chosen one speech. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Really good. It's really powerful and dramatic and stuff. And that was one bit where you think, like, in the back of your mind, you're like, what's he going to say to me? Is this going to be all fucking typical ham handed <laughs> Lucas dialogue? But it's yeah. not. It's quite sincere. You could, I mean, it's, it is a great scene. I'll counter it as well, though, by saying, like, it's a bit like when he's saying he loved him and stuff and that. Mm. I was kind of like, well, is he in the dark side now as well and stuff? He loves people and stuff. Surely. <laughs> Uh, that's just again anal boy, like fanboy stuff. Yeah, but yeah. You shouldn't love someone if you're Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should have screamed and went, "I had no attachments to you because I'm a Jedi." Still, I can't like you. <laughs> but aside from that, the the daft uh, cannon bollocks. It is a good scene, actually. You do kind of feel the emotion and stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You were the chosen one. It was said that you would destroy this and not join them. Bring balance to the force, not leave it in darkness. Anakin being fucking incinerated after getting his leg lobbed off. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty grim. Like, way yeah. grimmer than I was expecting. Yeah, like you expect him to like, oh, he gets burned by the lava and stuff. But yeah, legs cut off. Like his other arm gets cut off, mm-hmm. and then he like slowly burns, like uh, whilst lying on his front and stuff. It's like Jesus, yeah, it's pretty grim. Yeah, and then we get the the birth of uh, Luke and Leia. Uh, yeah. Padme apparently has lost the will to live. Yeah, like that's, that's the only... Why couldn't have just said oh, the damage to her like, respiratory system was just too great yeah. or something? But no, she's just like, oh, bollocks to it, I'm, I'm out of here. Exactly. <laughs> she just gives up. I'm, I know people do die of a broken heart. They do. Like, usually when like someone's elderly husband dies, you know, that they give up wanting to live. Yeah. But it's like a slow thing. They don't just like literally die in like 10 minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so it's a bit tough like. it is a bit yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's awesome though how it's intercut their births intercut with like um, Anakin becoming Vader yeah like uh, yeah, a, a death and birth sort of thing going on but yeah. is, it, is it is it nitpicky to wonder why they've just got a Vader suit ready to go at a moment's notice <laughs> where did that come from uh, maybe it was all planned by the Emperor all along probably or some shit like that Oh, I'm going to set him on fire, but I'm going to give him this really nice suit that'll make him look badass and that. <laughs> totally. Look like fucking samurai. Of course. And then, you know, we'll get your favourites. Uh, <laughs> where like, is Padme? <laughs> I was, like, leaning closer to the camera, allowing myself guiltily to, like, enjoy the film, and then it just punches us right back into me seat. <laughs> Basically, with this shit like, where is He's all like, mm, uh, right, it seems you may have killed him. Uh, yes. Mm. And he's all like, mm. oh, the Jesus. Yeah. And the, the Franken boots as well. Mm. <laughs> when Vader like steps forward and he's got like fucking Harry Munster boots on or whatever he's called. Uh, like big ass like insteps and that. And I was just like, <laughs> again, like I went from totally invested, you know, biting my nails to like chuckling to myself going, oh God, they didn't. But the new, I mean, Jesus. Mm. 
I mean, the, the annoying thing is, have you ever gone through the foreign language tracks in the Blu-ray? No, well, the better. The Spanish dub sounds like, like really anguished and like fucking angry and stuff. And the French one is a bit death metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants to make a fan out of Revenge of the Sith, just use the fucking no from like the Spanish or French dub. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's uh, it is a shame, like, because it kind of full stops the movie. I mean, you do get an, a little nice scene afterwards when like Vader walks onto the bridge. That's awesome, yeah. Yeah, so it, you know, at least it doesn't absolutely put like a negative point on the end of the film. Yeah, but it did kind of like when I came out of the cinema, that was what was playing in my mind. <laughs> basically, I'm pretty sure in the cinema, I like felt everyone cr- like frown at the same time <laughs> when he said no. It was just so weird. But the I wasn't honestly expecting a scene like that with um, on the bridge of a Star Destroyer watching the Death Star being constructed and the guy who's done up to look like Tarkin and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they, yeah. Went, they, went, they went a bit overboard with Tarkin, like. He looks like all smooth-faced and he like... He looks like a fucking zombie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I guess you've kind of got that whole uh, Tron thingy going on, haven't you? Like, like the Tron you, sequel. Like you know it's not Peter Cushion. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, you can just see the face is wrong and stuff. and yeah. But it feels a bit weird that, like, all of us... Like, I always just assume that scene's taking place later. Because mm. they've got all the uniforms and shit. Yeah, like, it's, maybe you could have, like, said, like, you know, eight months later or something like that yeah. or something like that, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't have Tarkin as a background character in the prequels. Mm, like, as a young guy or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I suppose that they'll save it for the pre- uh, the like new anthology movies or whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you see if you see it'll probably be fucking Benedict Cumberbatch or whatever. <laughs> probably he'll he'll be doing it because he has that face, doesn't he? Good old plentiful cabbage patch. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. He, just, he has that look where yeah, and obviously he doesn't look like Peter Cushion, but he has an unusual look. So mm. people will buy him as Peter Cushion. Yeah, he could, he could get away with playing a young target, definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we get the final shot of Owen and Brew. With uh, young Luke looking over the twin sunsets, wasn't that shot during Attack of the Clones? I'm pretty sure they said. Um, some of it was. They, they did shoot that scene, and they used a double apparently because mm. um, Ewan McGregor wasn't there or something. Yeah. But they did end up going back and actually filming it like uh, as a separate shot. Right, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They did film that scene, and they only used like one particular shot in yeah. the end of the stuff they filmed during yeah. Attack of the Clones. Uh, so I remember them saying at the time, like, oh, we're also shooting a scene for Revenge of the Sith while we're here. And everyone mm. guessed it would be that scene because it's like, mm. what else could it be? You know? The- yeah, yeah. Anything else before we wrap up the movie? No, I think we've, uh, we've covered everything I was going to talk about. Mm. Yes. So overall, uh, what do you think? I think I think it's the best overall film of the prequels. Uh, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. I, it's, it's hard because Attack the... Cl- uh, not Attack the Clones, for now. Uh, Phantom Menace does have quite a, a lot of good qualities. Mm-hmm. But overall, just because of the, the darker themes and stuff and that, and like the tragedy and, and some of the humour and that, it just it has to be Revenge of the Sith, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it just nails a lot of what... Well, it doesn't always nail it, but it shows... It's, it's You know, this is the film everyone was waiting for when the prequels yeah. were announced. We get to see the birth of Vader, we get to see all the Jedi's being um, extinguished, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, the end of the Republic and all that shit, the Death Star being built, so... And, you know, it kind of does it a bit quick. Like I said, the, 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 the third film should have just been Anakin pleading 
the Empire that just to hunt down the Jedi's, you know what I mean? Yeah, like the second one should have been darker. Mm-hmm. I guess he just he was holding his darkness back. He didn't want to like make the the prequel trilogy just like I can see it and see why he didn't want them just be like a misery fest. No, no, some some odd choices basically along the way. Just a bit. So yeah, order of preference probably Sith, Phantom Menace, and then clones. And you know, yeah, Phantom Menace has a lot of problems, but we'll always have a special attachment to it just because of the fucking hype and. Yeah, yeah, definitely. How much yeah. we're looking forward to that film is ridiculous. <laughs> like, full on, like, breathing problems and that. And it, like, it started and that. Was like, <laughs> I couldn't even watch this. Had a feeling like I was dreaming and that. Yeah. Uh, crazy good, kid. The good old days. <laughs> so, as I said to you yesterday yes. um, on Facebook, do, did you have your own idea of how you, the prequel trilogy either should have or could have gone? Um, well, I think, I mean, literally the stuff that we've been talking about throughout, to be mm. honest, I, re- I really can't change my mind there. Like, I think, I, c- I can't disagree with Darth Maul as a character. Yeah. I, I probably wouldn't have changed anything about him, mm. aside from the fact he just, he died too quickly. Yeah. Totally. He should have been the villain until the third film. Mm-hmm. I think the sequel, the prequels are weak because they don't have, like, um, a, a, like a, a go-to villain the entire way. No, you know you've you've got like um, thingy Count Dooku for a bit of it. Then you've got uh, thingy General Grievous for a bit of it, and it's just it doesn't really work that well. Yeah, if you just plunked Darth Maul in Count Dooku's role, that uh-huh. that would be perfect. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I, maybe it's like not try and tie it in too much I think Anakin it, it should have just been introduced Anakin when he was like a young Jedi being trained yeah I also would have had it like in episode one it would have been Yoda and Obi-Wan not Qui-Gon yeah yeah so but they, were, they were randomly wanting to put star power to it I guess pro- I pro- yeah we've said before that it was probably because they didn't they couldn't really have like they didn't feel confident enough to have a CGI Yoda the whole movie and you know a bigger star for the lead I suppose yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I agree that the Anakin should have been older. Mm. Maybe he's a few years younger than Obi Wan. Yeah, and they could have used that, you know, Yoda saying he's too old and stuff like that, like he does in mm-hmm. Empire. Had, yeah. had Obi Wan be a bit more reckless as well. Yeah, and I went fucking well overboard with my notes, man. I've got them like in fucking trilogies and shit. It's ridiculous. Really <laughs> cool. Um, I was a bit pissed when I came up with it, like, but yeah. so, so some of it might not make sense. <laughs> yeah, like, and Obi Wan should have been a woman at one point. I'm like fucking ET turns up and the second <laughs> one in there. <laughs> now basically that like the first one would have had it kind of would have went the same way the yeah. the meet Anakin somehow mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know how I didn't go to I didn't write the fucking scripts <laughs> <laughs> it spent like hours dedicated to it, wasn't it? Uh, but eventually like Anakin could get them out of a spot of bother in a speed or a ship to enforce the he was already a great pilot instead of just you know lying his arse off in New Hope and just basically the kid just relied on like uh, autopilot and stuff and that yeah <laughs> like the entire like a fucking chump <laughs> I could have done what he did <laughs> oh, yeah, Darth Maul and Sidious would still be the bad guys but there'd be no double identity centered bollocks mm. they're just Sith who've come out of hiding after years to you know destroy the Jedi Darth Maul lives as we mm. said but almost kills Anakin so it sets up a feud with them like yeah <laughs> right in wrestling storylines yeah <laughs> uh, He'll turn. Uh, Anakin has a love interest. I didn't go too much in depth about that. Well, I suppose you would have to for that, just to literally to have the children. <laughs> yeah, I was literally right. Like, doing notes at one point, then was like, shit, what about Luke and Leia? <laughs> yeah. they, they were conceived by the Force, actually. <laughs> <Something like> that. <laughs> uh, episode two, I just called The Clone Wars, because that's what it should have been fucking called. It should have, yes. And instead of troopers, I had it so um, Sidious has made, a, made an army. Like, basically, instead of some, like, political 
intrigue like where when he's been up the ranks that he's just like a mass and a, an army which will become the empire to just take over the republic mm. type of thing yeah. and then uh, what about the idea because remember the original idea for the clone wars years ago was like in some book it was like the mandalorians yeah you know they probably missed a bit there like they really did which makes more sense now that they used Django mm. with his armor and stuff so they're kind of tied back to that but yeah because that old fucking trailer that came out like literally two months after Phantom Menace that a fan had made mm. and it had a scene of like they'd multiplied loads of Boba Fett's behind a door and yeah. it's amazing how much stuff it nails that was going to actually be an Attack of the Clones it's crazy no man Mandalorians it, it would have been like a fan service as well yeah totally because I think people would have wanted to see that like the fans they would have wanted to see a Mandalorian war mm-hmm. uh, or you know like a Mandalorian clone war yeah 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 definitely uh, but then I kind of had it so uh, Anakin uh, defeats Maul at the end of part two becomes Sidious's new apprentice and kind of, you know, use the same thing of like his wife's, he thinks his wife's going to die. So it's just, I couldn't yeah. think of anything else. So I do think that works quite well. And so it might be a bit rushed, but it works quite well. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, the, the fear of losing someone's quite a powerful thing, I guess. So, you know, I, I do totally buy into that in, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Jedi learned what happened and, uh, with Anakin turned the dark side and shit. And so they put Anakin's wife in hiding because she's sick and heavily preggers. Mm-hmm. So she is, she's on her way to popping her clogs. Yeah. Episode three, Vader just Vader leading the charge, kicking shit out the Jedi and shit, whilst searching for his wife at the same time, because he knows the Jedi have got them. Mm. Uh, all while Sidious forms an empire somehow. <laughs> <laughs> That's me vagueness just popping in somehow. I don't know. Just put, puts an advert in the papers. Yeah, fucking join, <laughs> join the empire in that. <laughs> fucking Star Wars Craigslist or something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, so it's like, he's built, him building his empire has been slowly building throughout the, the three movies and stuff. Yeah. Uh, same as Revenge of the Sith, Anakin's wife dies in childbirth. Yoda and Obi-Wan are the only Jedi left. Uh, they put uh, the kids into hiding, same old bollocks. Yeah. Big battle between the last few remaining Jedi and the Republic Army and the Sith slash Empire. Uh, the Empire wins. And then Obi-Wan, Vader, Volcanic Set, and film ends with a montage of Vader being constructed and Obi-Wan watching over young Luke, same thing. And right. Yoda decorating his new flat on Dagobah. <laughs> yeah, making a little broth and that. Yeah. I'm not saying that would be better than what we got, but I am. <laughs> yeah, uh, you really went to town with that. I did, and, uh, you know, yeah. being a bit pissed at the same time. That's probably why, if I wasn't pissed, I probably wouldn't have went down death, but I was like, oh, it's my masterpiece. <laughs> Gonna, like, write the books and stuff. So, yeah, that's my uh, prequel to right. I would, I would have preferred to have seen that version, there to be go. honest. I called episode one The Star Wars, like the original title. I thought that would have been quite fun. Mm, yeah, yeah. Just strip all the other New Hope and all that. And, and I yeah. couldn't think of another title. <laughs> no, I've never thought about it like that, but it kind of does make sense. Yeah. Uh, episode two, The Clone Wars. Episode three, Rise of the Empire. There you go. It's not, it's not bad. I, I don't really dislike the title Revenge of the Sith, to be no, honest. I, no, I was going to say I like it because it ties in with Return of the Jedi and all that shit. Yeah, and, like, and obviously the clever like play on the Revenge of the Jedi, yeah. which was originally going to be the title for Return of the Jedi instead. Lucas quite rightly was like, nah, I don't think a Jedi would get revenge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the one thing he, he did definitely do right about that film, like massively Return of the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. It's like, but you know, now there's like a sort of handful of extremely fucking rare merchandise with Revenge of the Jedi on that goes mm-hmm. for thousands or millions probably. Yeah, crazy figures and stuff. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. So yeah. That's the prequels in the factory. The prequels. Um, so we'll be doing uh, the extra stuff. Yeah, just it'll be more of a less just you know full on reviews, just casual chit chat about the various spin offs like the Ewok movies, uh, some of the cartoons, the Clone Wars, maybe books and comics and stuff. The games, even mm. just you know, we'll cover a bit of everything. 
Yeah, there's, there's a raft of, of shit, and let's face it, when we were uh, like early teens, mm-hmm. that was like a prime time for Star Wars. It really was. It was. Like all the shit that was coming, and it was just crazy. Like all the content, games, music, action figures, it, it all had a massive uh, like revamp, basically. That's about it. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see you next, um, hopefully Wednesday. I know the show won't have gone up on Wednesday because of fucking technical difficulties. I know. Like, ugh, the, the curse of Star Wars will continue to follow us. Yeah. Any looking forward to fucking getting done with Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So until next time, take it easy and uh, may the force be with yo ass. May the force be with you. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. I'm Stacey with an S, the Director of Operations over here at Wafu HQ. If you'd like to support the show, a review and rating on iTunes would be much appreciated. Just search for Wafu FM. Or, if you're not an iTunes user, a review over at Stitcher.com would also be flipping marvellous. Once again, just search for Wafu FM. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, the email address is wafupodcast at gmail.com. Or alternatively, if you'd prefer to leave a voicemail, head on over to www.speakpipe.com slash wafu.fm. Thanks for listening. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.